Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about Saint-14 being in the tower. We were pretty excited about this. We we kind of predicted this when we are like, oh, maybe he'll show up Friday, and he did with Zer, and it was pretty exciting. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. You can probably catch me live right now. If not, I may be out of town for Christmas and Christmas Eve, but I sh- I'm usually live in the mornings at 8 a.m. and stream throughout the day. That's when these typically hit the feed so saint 14 coming to the tower was a really really cool thing we were obviously waiting for him we knew he was coming this season uh he had his little scenes he had his little missions and stuff and then all of a sudden we were like well where is he you know you had to you had to deliver a cookie to him for the dawning and he wasn't there his shotgun was floating in the air in the hangar so we kind of knew like oh that's where he's probably going to stand and then things got a little bit more interesting when we started saying, well, what if he shows up on Friday with Zer? That could be a little bit of a hat tip and a little bit of a nudge. You'd be like, eh, trials. A lot of people were saying maybe he's going to be, you know, the trials, uh, the trials NPC. So I want to walk through. I think he had a great intro is what I want to start with. I think he had a great intro. Then I want to talk about the Tower Obelisk. He did bring something with him. He didn't just show up as an NPC. He brought the Tower Obelisk with him. That's another really great thing that came uh, with his update in this season. And then I want to end by saying trials, question mark? Like trials? I don't know. Because uh, there's all kind of stuff going on uh, all around him that's leading to some uh, speculation about that. So first, let's just talk about great intro. I really liked how they spaced it out. I thought the two missions were excellent uh, where you're interacting with him you get the younger version where you give him the shotgun and then the older version where he's really impressed by your fighting Uh, i also think a lot of the lines that he delivers when you're rescuing him are very very clear recorded lines for pvp he says like two for one at some point i mean i don't know why he you would say that you know you fight like a caged animal and then you know he said two for one they just really really sounded like crucible call outs and i enjoyed those missions i thought they were awesome his his coming out of the infinite forest that scene was great we saw the fist punch in the one trailer but then the rest of it happens he comes out he kind of goes headbutt crazy Uh, You're going to want to see it yourself. I don't want to say much more. So the way they brought him in was good. He had a great scene. He had good missions. The voice acting for this guy is just top notch. Apparently, if you wear the Saint-14 helmet around him, he'll remark about it. He says all kind of different things when you're there. Overwhelmingly, it seemed that the community has really celebrated his presence in the game, not just as a mission and a quest line item, but as an actual character from the voice acting to his appearance. To him now being in the tower people are begging on reddit like please don't take him away please let him stay and endure he he, he brings such a great presence and, and he's such a good character and since he's a new character with a new voice actor maybe Bungie was smart and said hey we want to secure this guy for the foreseeable future you know you don't want to have to be somebody like you know a, a professional movie voice actor something that you might not be able to secure for future content he's he's excellent and landing on a friday obviously got everybody very excited and very interested and you know what's what's that mean does it mean anything is there potential there the other thing he brought to the tower with his little update is the obelisk in the in the tower in the main area in the courtyard and this is a huge update for those of us that have been doing a lot of the obelisk grinding now i know the edz is still glitched so some of this is going to seem like why you know that it, it does it saves you the trouble of going uh to the edz oh and apparently it glitches too this is great i didn't realize it could actually do this somebody told me it glitches just like the edz so that's unfortunate i wanted to show it to you uh for the sake of the video and it looks like i might uh, i might not be able to oh well <laughs> that's kind of hilarious the I like what they did with this. So if you're unaware of the four obelisks on the four planets, 
uh, Mars, EDZ, Nessus, and the Tangled Shore. They all have uh, ways that they can be leveled up, and then they can be connected to the sundial. So when you end the sundial, those rewards are options for you uh, when you're there. And the great thing about how they've... Uh, They've, they've done this is that it's kind of like Menagerie uh, but it's a little bit more permanent so you don't have to like go in and use runes every time you just set it and forget it uh, and then anytime you run Sundial those are the connected guns. The other thing they do on the obelisks is they give you planetary benefits, uh, they give you a reason to grind it. Uh, I've been saying more and more I want to see those those benefits and those updates come to the planetary NPCs and the NPCs in the tower like leveling them up and you know getting those benefits and getting those things that could be a really, really good value add. I'm going to give up. I don't want to keep doing this. It's distracting to keep running back and forth. The bounties and the triumphs uh, give you tons of fractaline, okay? So when when Saint 14 shows up, be sure to do, be sure to do all of his bounties. He's got dailies that have fractaline, and then he also gives you tons of triumphs, and when you cash those in, you get fractaline. So if you're trying to get your obelisks to level 11, this is a really, really good time to cash in on a lot of that stuff, and make sure you're doing his dailies every day. It's it's nice. It's like four of them. They're 50 apiece. It's a really, really great injection. That's one level for an obelisk every day. That's three levels if you do all three characters each day. That's pretty great. I mean, you're going to be flying through getting this updated. All of mine are now level 11. What the Tower Obelisks allows you to do is you can grab the weekly bounties, you can grab the weapon frames, and you can change your connections to the Sundial right here in the Tower. Now, obviously, we would love to see them... We would love to see them update this so it's not doing the same stupid thing that the EDZ one is doing. So for those of you that run into this problem... I don't know what the solution is for the tower. It's probably, honestly, going to be to go to orbit and come back down. I think reinstancing in the tower feels like it's more likely to put me with the same people over and over again. And when you go to the EDZ and you can't get it to appear, I just keep reinstancing. I don't go to orbit. I just click on the fast travel thing over and over and over again, and eventually it works. That's actually the first time I haven't been able to use the tower obelisk, which is unfortunate. Hopefully they patch that soon, because it's a great value add. You, You have a central hub in the tower grab those frames change your sundials now this has led to some people wondering is that tower obelisk going to stay now obviously the sundial is going away but you could continue to grind for those weapons with the fractaline because you could grab the weekly bounties get your fractaline buy the frames and grind for the guns after the season's over instead of feeling like you could only do it in the season now obviously the sundial connections and grinding for the weapons in the sundial would no longer be available to you but i could foresee the spring season rolling around and the sundial links would disappear okay so then you'd you'd have the consumables and then you'd have the obelisk bounties for this one and then you'd scroll over here for your other four and you could keep grabbing the weeklies for the fractal line and keep buying the frames and grinding them as much as you possibly want that would keep those weapons in the game but not the activity and bungie did say that the uh the weapons from you know the seasonal weapons would all come back and be grindable at a later date they may just leave those in the tower on the tower obelisk planetary obelisks and the sundial will probably go away so it has to go away festival lost tree goes there i mean they could move it right i mean they could move it over to be beside uh saint 14 or something they could always relocate it lastly let's talk about trials uh, this is when it's helpful to have Saint 14 on the screen. So if you're listening to the audio versions, I'll do my best uh, to make sure that this this feels like you're a part of what's going on. Obviously, very quickly after him showing up on a Friday and the predictions kind of being made, you know, we were we were saying, oh, I bet you he shows up Friday. You know, that'll be another another hint at maybe him being trials. We obviously 
started looking around. We started looking at his ship, and it's very clear uh, that the Osiris symbols are everywhere. Now, this rug that leads to him is actually very similar to the one that leads to Brother Vance on his planet. But it gets a little bit more interesting when you look all around. He's got banners on the left and the right with the Osiris Eye. I came back here first and looked underneath, and that just was like, okay, that's <laughs> that's very Osiris trials feeling. And I know people are like, well, but that's Osiris's symbol, right? The sun's his symbol. Right, and Luke Smith said they wanted to bring 3v3 back out into a warmer home. Uh, we've all been thinking trials would need to come back soon since they did all their 3v3 testing. This guy shows up to the tower on a Friday with Osiris symbols all around him, and some of us even notated that there's like, there's three of the sword things on this side and three on the other almost sort of symbolizing the 3v3 start screen, like the start animation screen whenever you first would go in the trials, and it would show the teams doing their little emotes and stuff. So, I don't know if it means trials is coming back or not. A lot of this feels like they're 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 nudging and hinting at that uh, being a thing. And I know we've had a whole other, we've had all the talks about that. DDoSing is a huge problem. They'd have to put barriers in between cheating. Uh, I really, really like somebody's idea the other day. They said, have a paywall. You have to buy the, the season that Trials comes with. You have to grind to 950 and require them to go through the Saint 14 missions, which would put a two-week buffer, which would mean if you're going to cheat and get banned, it's going to take a lot of time, money, and efforts to get back into the player pool. And with the free-to-play game, that would be severely severely needed and at least it would put a two week buffer where you would have to like wait to grind through those saint 14 missions again to get to the place where you know you're even able to go into trials because you would have to inter- you know interact with saint 14 that would still have ddosers and cheaters but i do think the more barriers you put in the way of somebody jumping right back in and doing it again the more people would be discouraged because you get banned a couple of times you're going to get really really sick of you know, starting again, spending the money, grinding 950, waiting two weeks. Now, I know people are like, well, there are cheaters that would make money because they do carries and they don't care about having to buy the buy the content again because they make that money back really, really quickly with carries. If they're constantly having to wait two weeks to grind the Saint 14 missions, um, I would even make his missions unavailable until you're 950 or something again as a way to be like, you got to you got to grind up and get ready to go. This is not meant to be an all, for for everybody piece of content. This is meant to be an end game grind for PVP players. You'd you'd possibly put 3 to 4 weeks in between people jumping back in because it would probably take them 1 to 2 weeks to hit 950, then another 2 weeks to do the Saint 14 missions. So they'd have to wait an entire month. So anytime they get banned, they're basically out of commission for a month. Um That'd probably be the best way because I know it's a little bit more complicated to do, you know, equipment bans and hardware bans, you know, and permanently keeping these people out of the pool. So overall, it's it's exciting to have him in the game. It's exciting to have him in the tower. Hopefully he gets to stay and hopefully the tower obelisk stays as well. We're going to transition to question and answer now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the question and answer session that followed my talk about Saint 14 being in the tower. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. I'm usually live when these hit the feeds, unless it's like a holiday or something. So if you want to come in and hang out with us, that would be great. Going to start with the first question here from 101 Ghost. Do you think Saint 14 has more weekly content for us? Feels like there is still more to come from him on a weekly basis, even if it isn't mission-based going forward um a couple of things about him 
to just when I first look at it, it does seem very barren. You know, it seems really barren when you first look in here. I mean, it's just it's just four bounties. Now, the other thing I noticed was that symbol. I want to go look at the other the other uh, NPCs just to kind of browse and see what they look like too. You know, it does seem like there's there's something missing. Like when we unlock the dailies, it's like oh, we're gonna unlock weeklies next probably, and then repeatables. But no, just the dailies. Maybe they're gonna have more. You know, people in chat are saying he's got exotic quests uh, that are going to happen. Um, so, you know, you look here and it's like there's token turn in, there's bounties, there's quests, uh, there's seasonal stuff, there's consumables, and then Saints got four dailies. It feels like the dailies are just placeholders right now. They're just there so that he has something to interact with. Because if not, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Saint and be like, Hi, glad you're here. Cool, you know, big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Like, you're just like, what? Why is he there? So it could be like, oh, uh, that we got to put something in there now. So, like, you know, maybe every Friday he gets things uh, added. Or again, he's like a Trials NPC and they want to, you know, eventually have him, you know, ready to, to have more. I mean, we added to his little area. Uh, we put a book there. Uh, we put a tribute there on his right. Uh, his shotgun's on his left. And then when I look to his left, I mean, there certainly isn't really any spots over here for anything. I mean, you could definitely add. But there's not like an empty spot. There's not a table or a or a, or like this thing was like a stand all by itself. Um, you know, they, they certainly could add more. I, I think we might do something with these these three. Uh, on each side, these six swords and shields, we could do something with these, you know, hang something on each one. Uh, that'd be like a six week thing that they drag out. Like each week he has you doing something else. Uh, and I literally just now realized there are freaking pigeons, uh, next to him. So there, there's plenty, uh, there's plenty, you know, that they could do more with them. Again, I think they just, they needed something in there to be like, you can't have an empty, like an empty NPC, like all the fricking, <laughs> the faction rally guys. Lightning J with Saint coming back to us in the tower and how we met him. Would you like to see future seasons similarly played out? Met a vendor on the battlefield, do a mission with the vendor. They ask for help, complete the task, get rewards. Well, funny enough, I remember when the leaks were coming out about Destiny 2, we were told that it was going to be so much more like an RPG. There were going to be NPCs out in the wild that could give you quests. Like the planets were going to have NPCs. I remember like we were like, oh my gosh. Um, little did we know that it that's not, this is not how it played out. Uh, so I would love it if all of the NPCs on the planets had a whole lot more going on. Um, a seasonal grind, you know, make it look like the obelisk menu. Uh, I've been banging on that drum since December of 2017. I've been banging on that drum. I'm like, why? Why can I not, like, level up Devrim K and get rewarded accordingly? You know, like, oh, you're level 50 now. You get fill in the blank. Um... And to Bungie's credit, they are iterating on that idea. Currently, it's in the obelisks, but that could land in other places. Leveling up shacks, Zavala, Saint-14, Drifter, you know, and then the planetary NPCs. There could be something where you do that. You level up, you do bounties on that planet, then you get benefits when you're on that planet for activities like higher turnover rate of currency or increased material farms would be really, really nice. Can you imagine getting to, like, level 25 on a planet? 
and whenever you need that material for a bounty or you need the material in general it, you get more of it when you're doing activities or opening chests or grabbing it you know off of the off of the thing and then you could just reset that every season you know you could reset it uh you could reset it every season and you could say hey you you have a reason to grind this uh every single time and every every single season you have a reason to like comb through those planets and make it better when they're the flashpoint you know uh concept do you make anything of saint 14 on friday at reset trials maybe yeah that was in the talk I think they're definitely hinting that he's going to be the Trials NPC. His lines, you know, he talked about, we need to do something to pay tribute to these people. We need there to be a beacon of hope or, you know, all this. You know, he's saying a lot of different stuff. And then he had his dialogue during the missions too. I think a lot of signs are pointing to him being the Trials NPC. Sherman James. Happy holidays, Lono. So, uh, I called Trials coming back in January at the start of the season. After the dawning is over, seems like it'd be a good amount of time for Saint to get used to the new world and to start training some people. Thoughts on Trials coming back in less than a month? I originally pointed out on the season pass when it first released, I said there's a giant gap after, uh, in January. Like, second or third week in January, there's a giant gap. Like, the last week of the dawning and then the week that follows, there's like, there's nothing on the calendar. And I said, it could land there as a surprise. Maybe they don't know if it's ready or not. Uh, I added to this theory when Real Crafty and Dr. Lupo went to Bungie. I was like, do they need to go in December? What, 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 what impetus is there to go in December when everybody takes a break from Bungie like a couple weeks later? Are you really going to slam out a bunch of work from their feedback in that two-week period? Or did you have them come out now to make some final tweaks and adjustments to the mode when it lands in January? Those guys have also been playing. What impetus is there for them to for them to play and grind for weapons if the mode's not landing until the spring? Like, there's no rush or hurry to have them come to Bungie or to grind for weapons in December of all times when there's tons of games coming out. It's busy. They're doing charity drives. They're traveling to be with family. There's all these things going on that and for them to be taking time for Destiny, I don't know. The, the gap in the schedule, Saint coming back and and what's been going on with some of the more influential streamers that have not been playing Destiny, it, to me, points to a potential January launch. Now, that could have been tentative. They could have left that gap in the season. They could have had these guys come out and do all this stuff, and then maybe it's not ready. Um, And then it could land in the following season. I would look at the PvP players, you know, the PvP numbers right now and say, you gotta move. You gotta move on something, because PvP numbers have dropped dramatically. PvE is super healthy. PvE, I know people have always said that PvP kept the game alive and Trials kept the game alive. That's just not true. The stats have always been in the other direction. PvE continues to carry the game. Um, and PvP is always very, very flash in the pan, up and down, and they're the quickest, they're the quickest player pool to empty and shrink. Um, especially in their defense, especially when they're given so little. Uh, so I, I don't know. I I honestly don't know at this point other than to make the predictions and the theories that I just laid out. LLB rude. How do you think he's going to leave? Are his bounties and obelisk bounties going to stay like how Luke Smith wanted with the black armory bounties? Do you think he would stay and all the bounties would stay? I mean, Eris didn't leave. The lectern table didn't leave. I think he could stay and the tower obelisk could stay. Um, so 
I I definitely think I definitely think that he could he could stay. PVE dropped 300 and 500 today isn't great. I don't think the tracking is working inept. There's no way it's that low. There's a hundred thousand people on PC alone right now. Like I can pull up the numbers and it tells me that there's like ninety something thousand on PC alone. There's no way at the end of the day there's only five hundred thousand people playing. That doesn't make any sense. Right now, there's 97,000 people on PC. I don't think the tracking's working. There's no way on one platform you have 100K, and then at the end of a 24-hour period, only 500 logged in. That doesn't make any sense. It was over a million just a couple of days ago. I think the tracking is getting glitched. Because the hour-by-hour tracking, the number of players logged in at a given time, is way higher than that total after 24 hours I just there's one platform just PC has about a hundred thousand people playing I don't I don't think so I think the tracking keeps breaking because there was one day where it said that only 600,000 people played PVE and then it updated the next day and then it said 1.3 million I'm like dude we're not having half a million swings there's just no way I, I don't think so silent so Kraft basically said that Trials is coming back. What do you as a PvE main player want out of Trials? Uh, do you want it like Trials of Osiris with the bounties and guns more than that? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, <clears throat> I think everybody benefits. I think everybody benefits from the bounty system that was before Rise of Iron. Um, the bounty system that was before Rise of Iron and Trials was, I think, the best season of Trials. Everybody, I'm, and I'm, I'm not kidding you, right before Rise of Iron... Everybody everybody was having fun. Everybody was praising Trials. It was great. You could get the guns from the bounties. People were having fun. People complained about Doctrine. But by and large, it was a good time. Rise of Iron landed, and then the bounties didn't give new stuff. The player pool slowly dwindled because the, the casuals left. And then everybody complained that it was sweaty, and connections and matchmaking were bad. So, I think the bounties from before Rise of Iron were the best that that was like the best time for trials and i think everybody benefits from that i think non-hardcore pvp players can dip their toes in there have some fun complete some bounties get some gear it helps the matchmaking it helps your trials card go better if you're a hardcore sweat if you're trying to do carries it's nice to have a handful of games on there where you're going to play guys like me and you're going to run me over right it's i think it's i think it's good i think it's good for i think it's good for uh everybody Matchmaking goes faster, connection quality is better because there's more people in your region playing. Um, everybody gets a little bit of a taste of trials, and the best of the best players get the best of the best stuff. You get adept versions or whatever from going flawless. That system worked really, really, really well. I don't think freelance trials would work. I know when you hear bounties and you're like, oh, I'm a solo player, I'd love to be able to go do those bounties. If you're here saying that, then it ain't that hard to use LFG. It ain't that hard to find people here to be like, hey, let's just team up and, and bounty grind so I can get some of the stuff, you know? So I would I would say uh, I would say that that bounty system needs to be recaptured. Listen, at the end of the day, you want people in the hopper for a handful of reasons connections are better because there's more people in a region to match you with matchmaking goes faster because there's more people in the funnel more people are playing more pieces of the game so if you're like man i was really grinding pve all week but it's kind of refreshing just to play a little bit of trials here and there yeah we got stopped but no worries we got some bounties done i i think that's a win for everybody that doesn't hurt anybody's experience it doesn't 
If you shrink the player base in the funnel of trials by basically not doing the bounty system, making it really hard for people to get loot, that's bad for everybody. It shrinks the player pool, and that player pool shrinks over time. It has depreciating returns because you're tuning in each week to play. Less people are playing. Matchmaking takes longer. Connection integrity goes down. Matches get sweatier. And it shrinks, and it shrinks, and it shrinks. So... I think the bounties are a, are a huge win for a variety of reasons. Uh, Bazooka Ruga says, what is the most important improvement Bungie needs to make before Trials comes back? Um, I don't have strong opinions about the meta because I hear eight different things that are bad. All people do is this. All people do is this. And everybody has like a token thing that they hate in Crucible right now. I think there's actually a lot of variety in strong builds and people hate to die to something that's strong like shoulder charge or a shotgun or recluse or you know getting team shot by pulses Uh, everybody hates to die to stuff like that because in destiny the, the time to kill swings really fast so when you die to something like that it's it's irritating because you felt like you didn't have a, a, a any recourse to stop it you know you get somebody charges you with with a with a shotgun or shoulder charge or you get team shot by two pulses you don't really feel like you had much control over what happened, so it's irritating and you you blame the meta. I don't have any strong opinions on the meta right now. Um, so the most important thing they need to do is to get a wrangle on how to keep cheaters and dossers out. Um, and we came up with some ideas. You know, you, you got to hit 950, and then, and then when you hit 950, Saint-14 gives you a quest, and that quest lasts for two weeks. Well... To the lion's share of the player base and the legitimate players, that's no big deal. That's your two-week lead-up to trials, and then you're in and you're fine. To the cheaters, that's a nightmare. You gotta grind the 950, that takes a couple weeks, and you got a two-week quest with Saint. That's a month. That's a great way to keep these, these scumbags out, because they're gonna cheat, they're gonna get banned, hopefully they get banned, and then they have to start all over, and it's a, it's a four-week grind to get back in. Um, that's how I would do it. You gotta rebuy the season, you gotta grind the 950, and you gotta do a two-week quest with Saint that legitimate players wouldn't be bothered by. It, it would, that wouldn't matter to you. You'd be fine. Concept. How would you feel about champion mods landing on heavy weapons? And should this happen going forward next season, how would you be opposed uh, to this? You're you're getting way ahead of me. If you, you weren't here maybe earlier for it, in my champions mod talk, I said that they need to establish unstoppable anti-barrier and um, overload on all primaries and then next start expanding it to secondaries like fusions and shotguns and stuff. I don't think it needs to land on power weapons just yet. That could, that could, that could come later. Uh, Nephits. Are we going to be able to link all of the obelisks to the sundial or be limited to just linking three at a time? I'm not sure. I think at the moment it seems like there's only three. I don't know why you wouldn't let's just link all four and be done. That seems like an unnecessary limitation, but it could have been an internal thing um, that they had to do to limit us. Alex, if they are bringing trials back, do you think it would be better for them to just tell us to boost player count now? They Again, they might not know when they want it to. They Maybe they want it to be a surprise. Bungie likes to keep their cards close to the chest a lot of times. LLB Rude. What was so bad about Trials of the Nine? The meta? Wasn't Trials of Osiris, like, amazing till Rise of Iron? Do you think Empyrean Foundation is the new Trials? Because uh, if you look at the, the Triumphs for it, it says light this. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know about that. Uh, Empyrean Foundation could also be changing Mercury to not be such a sucky planet because 
the lore that they released on Bungie.net seemed to indicate that that Osiris had plans to change Mercury with the sundial. Like he can he can revert the status of Mercury or something. And in the picture of Empyrean Foundation, it looks like that older version uh, of Mercury. Now, what was wrong with Trials of the Nine? I mean, map design, it was 4v4, it was funnel, it was team shot, it was not Trials of Osiris. It was it was actually a completely different game mode. They shouldn't even have called it to Trials of the Nine. They should have called it like, I don't know. <laughs> they should have called it something else. Because it wasn't Trials. Like, it, it had the same basic feel of like, you gotta win so many, going flawless, blah blah blah. But... It wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. It also had Countdown, which was a completely different iteration of 3v3 Elim. It was a 4v4 search and destroy mode. Um, It was just weird, and I believe double primary team shot meta map design and, you know, some of the modes being included like um, Countdown just really was a sharp shift from what people were accustomed to. They tried... It was like a failed attempt at evolution. They tried to evolve the game mode, and it didn't. I think... If you really look... I don't like putting words in Bungie's mouth, but if you really look at what they did, it really felt like they they were inspired by the 4v4 sweats tourneys. So they went 4v4. They went more gun-based, because that was always a complaint from the sweats, was the overpowered stuff. They wanted it to be gun-based. They wanted it to be primary-based. And they went in that direction, but they went in such a literal sense that it didn't translate. The the, the razzmatazz of Destiny's PvP was lost. The, the, the spirit of Trials and the spirit of PvP died in translation. So sure, they they took the they it was it was it was like a bad drawing. It was like okay, yeah, four v four. Yep, that's how the tournaments went for Sweats. More gun based, more primary gunplay. Yeah, that was something Sweats always asked for. But this is a really bad rendition. This is not really what people were asking for. Um, it just didn't work. It just it did not work. It didn't translate well. A lot of times when you try and evolve a game or a franchise, you lose the identity of the game. And that's why when people are like, just turn off supers and have guns only or locked loadouts, I'm like, oh, so you want Halo? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like Destiny's PvP is always going to have this element. That's, I've man, I'm telling you, I think game modes like Scorch, I really and truly mean this. I think there's a future for Destiny on a competitive level, and it probably is more likely to happen with games like Scorch, more goofy games. Like, think Rocket League. Like, it needs, I don't know why my, my brain goes to Rocket League, but I'm like, you can have competitive games that are, that are more of a gimmick of the game than anything, and I, I don't know. I think when you really try to have a truly competitive, stripped-down, skill-expression, gun-based crucible, like, it just doesn't work. There's too many things... There's too many things that can put it into upheaval, and I feel like Scorched and Rift and some of these other things could come together and you could put it into the, you could put it into the, the shaker and spit it out and maybe have, like, an actually... A, a, a mode that would be fun to shoutcast, do tournaments, and actually have com- you know competitors. And listen, I know it's a bummer to think that like that's where things would go. I th- I don't think they're going to take it that way. This is just my opinion. I know people would look at that and be like, Lono, the gunplay in this game is so crispy. Have you seen these guys hit snipes? Have you seen Lumi and Lil Sonic and these guys play? You can't take that out. And it's like, okay, but 
you have to work so hard to get the game into that lane because there's so many things that potentially stand in the in the way of that the, the the space magic the exotics the subclasses the handheld supernova like there's so many things that make it really difficult for the game to land there and if you start neutering all those things then you just slowly start to lose destiny um and so i think that's the big dilemma is we want to see the game get to that place because it has incredible shooting mechanics it's the best feeling shooter it's unmatched the only game close to feeling this good with shooting mechanics is titanfall and um and apex legends because respawn they're they're geniuses when it comes to the feel of shooters nothing rivals it like destiny is the best feeling shooter in existence and it'd be a shame to have the pvp go that way but i really do think i'm i'm dead serious i think there's more potential for a competitive crucible to be centered around something like that that's a it's a scorch cannon it's a mode it's a thing that is not you're not leaning on guns or supers or grenades or exotics so and i know people are gonna hear me say i'm like that's gotta be the dumbest thing you've ever said lono but i'm serious i just after five years how could you not think that i'm kind of right it's like they haven't they just haven't landed the competitive plane and probably never will and when they tried to with d2's launch it was the worst version of destiny's pvp they've ever created uh kr shaw on the topic of flawless rewards what do you think of the same gun that would drop from the bounty except it comes with an additional perk in the final two slots they could do that they could call it a depth they could give it a different they could give it a different appearance um there could be ornaments only for those like you could earn ornaments from the trials npc as you level up and you can only apply the ornaments to the adept version so you could have that extra alternative perk you could have that ornament slot so clearly if i'm using it you're like oh lono got that from a bounty there's no ornament slot and it's not and it doesn't have the adept in the title and it's missing the extra perk um uh, Lightning J. Hey, Lono, I want to bring something to your attention. This is a shader in the collections called Lighthouse Sun, and it has to do with the Empyrean Restoration. Now, I may be grasping at straws, but what if this is the Trials Comeback? Maybe um, whenever we do triggles, trigger, oh, triggers Trials to come back. Um, y- yeah, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know, know if you're grasping at straws. I feel like there's lots of breadcrumbs in the game right now that could very easily be interpreted in the way that you're interpreting it. I, I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with what you're doing. Um, there's been, there's been so much done. Is it an activity shader? Um, where do they put it? Is it tower? Where do they put it? The one that you're talking about. It's called lighthouse sun is it only on a triumph or did i did i go right past it the grayed out the grayed out trail uh shaders in here there's no lighthouse sun there and there's no lighthouse sun there is it in open world did i i must did i go past it oh right there that's weird that it's out of order okay lighthouse sun I mean, dadgummit, if that doesn't look like Trials colors, I don't know what does. I mean, that, that, th- as soon as I saw that, I thought of the Doctrine, the yellow version of the Doctrine. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do, I feel like there's breadcrumbs all over this game right now. There's the cards showing up, there's Saint-14 showing up on a Friday, there's his lines, there's the streamers going to Bungie, there's the streamers playing, um, 3v3 going in the Crucible Labs and coming back out. Um, 
There's an emblem too. It shows fractaline donations to the Empyrean uh, Foundation. Oh. I mean, that dude, I'm sorry. That shader just screams trials. And it literally says lighthouse. (laughs) The lighthouse. The lighthouse chat. I don't, yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's, um, we'll have to wait and, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Where's the one that tracks the, um, the, the, the donations to Empyrean? Is it in activities? Uh, tracks the number of polarized fractaline, restorative light. Yeah, that one doesn't really look like anything trials to me. Contribute to the Empyrean restoration effort. I wonder if this is going to be like an end of season just cha- community challenge. We all thought that... Undying Mind was a was an unfinished community challenge because all the dialogue seemed to indicate we were going to be like trying to kill the Undying Mind a bunch of times and then nothing ever really happened with it. Um, this could be something similar. Uh, this could be something very very similar where they're like, you know, hey, we're we're going to have you guys do this thing, and the more you contribute, you know, it's tracked on this. Uh, it's tracked on this this. Sh- this thing this is again this does not look to me like anything trials that shader literally has the word lighthouse in it and it friggin looks like i mean that is trials colors from d1 i mean look at my gun we need to get we need to get like a different style like we need to get like an auto rifle in my hand and look at that um because that's that is i didn't actually know this was in here um I did not know what was in here. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had like a similar model to the doctrine we could put that on. Ashen Hollow. Has PvP really done anything for the game besides curse, uh, cause grief, and balancing problems? Destiny has great gunplay, uh, but do they have the resources to devote to the game mode that, that that's never paid out. Um <clears throat> I don't I think initially the first like year I played this game I probably would have agreed with you I think that the the PvP felt like a tack on and it caused lots of problems it clearly didn't feel like it was within the design scope of the game especially when the supers that came with Taken King just a year later they didn't even feel like those were built for PvP um you, you know unlimited tethers and the hammers were so incredibly strong uh it was just like wait a minute this doesn't feel like it was within the design scope of the game it felt like they added it uh, but now I don't think you can say that. Um, I don't think we can say that. I don't think we can say that it does nothing for the game. It's a significant portion of the player base. Um, they've done tournaments. Uh, they've done tournaments at community events like Guardian Con. You know that that were received well and loved. I don't think you can look at PvP now and act like, oh, it does nothing for the game. Iron Banner is a monthly ritual, you know, sort of munchy monthly ritual activity. Um, Trials viewership on Twitch, I don't think we can understate that value. I don't think that that carried the game to the way that people thought it did. I don't think... I don't think Trials viewership on the weekends is like indicative of player base numbers. A lot of people think that. They're like, oh, Trials kept the game alive. Um that's just not true trials numbers were never big enough to be considered like sustaining the player base um if you're hearing my kids upstairs they're playing with their they're they're playing with their grandparents they're having fun but it is a little bit loud uh you know but i don't think we can understate there is value twitch viewership has a value having a huge i mean 
thousands of, of people tuning in on the weekends to watch, especially if you can get some of these guys to come back like Lupo and Crafty. That's good for a free-to-play game. That's really good uh, for, a, for a free-to-play game because there, there, there's a lot to be said for that. A lot of people would say, well, this game looks pretty good. You know, I'm watching these guys play and, you know, they seem to be having a lot of fun and, you know... I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out, and then the more people you fill you know fill that funnel with, um, the the more potential money that you make. So we we don't want to we don't want to overstate Twitch's influence because I do think people like to overstate Twitch's influence, but you know oh yeah that's doctrine baby you put that on the cuboid thanks for the heads up in chat uh, Mr. Big Shot we pulled the cuboid out of out of collections and then we went to Lighthouse Sun to. Uh, to imagine it here and yeah that is, that that is <laughs> that's great that looks like the doctrine um so wishwash we know trials is coming back it's just a matter of when but there's a lot of content creators saying just bring back trials as it was um i feel as if that would be a massive mistake and cause frustration because why wait until now just to bring the same thing back no i don't think they're gonna bring the exact same thing back absolutely not because they did testing in crucible labs you don't need to fly crafty and lupo out to be like hey do you guys like this they'd be like of course we freaking like this this is the exact same thing we played in d1 like that's not there's no there's no way that they're just going to give us the exact same thing we had before you don't need to do crucible labs testing you don't need to fly content creators out to test it you don't need to do any of that like there's clearly going to be changes in the flow required wins boons uh maybe there's different rules on resing uh and influence of resing and control point needed to be close to and stuff at the end and map design and spawns and all that i would i would be absolutely shocked if they were just like yeah here it is and it's just what we did in d1 that'd be weird i think that'd be that'd be be ultimately very weird for them to do that in light of all of that they've done leading up to this so We've done so many Q&A sessions today. That's the last question. So I'm going to keep streaming, but I'm going to cut this. I'm going to cut this segment for the podcast, folks. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, uh, you can always come into say no to rage.com to watch me live. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.